Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to another Wednesday night episode of the Pump Your Brakes podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Kevin Tate, here with the, the homies, the triple, triple OG homie, and the oxymoron, Big yeah. G, Shannon White. What's up, fellas? What's cracking lacking, Tate, man? First of all, I just want to say what's going on with the lean, mean machine up there in the right-hand corner. We know him as the Triple OG, Triple Triple Shannon White. <laughs> what's going on with you, man? And I I'm gotta say, what's trouble here to tonight for... for some reason? Can y'all hear me? Oh yeah, we can hear you fine. Shannon. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why, but I'm I'm not getting a good uh, signal as far as uh, volume. I'm gonna have to check it. But I'm doing great and uh, excited about all the news going on. Besides the Corey Trice news. Yeah. Right, Tate. Right. Tate was cracking lacking to you, dog. Good to see you tonight, man. What's up, man? What's up, man? And I'm excited, man, because it's freaking football season, man. Come on, man. I, for, I listen. I'm gonna hype everybody up in the live chat right now. It is football season, man. So let's go. Let's go. That's, it's time to go. Let's go. Let's get right into it. So since we last talked, this happened over the weekend. Everybody already knows about it, but still, we just want to recap what's going on. We got one of our guys, the the con man against the Quan man. Yeah, yeah. So now we got that kind of kind of move move in space off ball linebacker that mm, can kind of cover the pass. I'm not saying he's the best in pass coverage, but he's better than everybody we have. Correct. So Shannon, what do you think about this move to get Quan Alexander? I, I think, you know, we was kind of expecting it in May, wasn't we? We and were. Then, you know, then it didn't happen. So, uh, I think he's a really a smart move. It's a good piece of the rotation. Uh, they've really covered all their bases. They've got a real variety of players in there in that uh, inside linebacker rotation. And um, one of the guys at camp today, Nick Fireball, he said, one thing about these guys, they'll all put a lick on you. And, and we like that because we've had a couple of years of passive-aggressive inside linebacker play. So I'm excited to see some uh, aggressive, hard-hitting inside linebacker play. Well, that, 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 and that's exactly what Quan said. But if you watch this defense from afar, do you feel like the, it was, that was part of the fit for you, the way they play here? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, Hard-nosed football, hit hard, run, get the ball, and that's what type of player I am. That's what we like to hear. Yeah. What's, what's, what's your thoughts real quick, Big G? Man, he's a beast. I mean, he. I'm not saying he's going to be his all-pro, Pro Bowl form that he was had a couple of years ago. But I would say we have probably the, the best depth we've had an inside linebacker, like Shannon said, in years. We got four guys that can play. You know, so maybe five. So I, I okay, like the depth. Yeah. I like the depth, and he's definitely going to play. 
Okay, so you say he's definitely gonna play. You said we we go four deep, maybe five deep. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I got my, I'm having a problem with my mouse, but okay, I got it. Okay, so you you say that, so let's let's jump to this real quick since we right there. We're gonna talk about it later. Yeah. Oh. Three dogs, one bone. So we got we got we got Nick Quickkowski here. Yeah. Tanner Muse and Mark Robinson. I'm Ooh. assuming I'm assuming the three will make it will be Alexander, uh, um, Heiberg. I mean, uh, the kid the from, Commanders. Uh, yeah, uh, I always say Holcomb, his name. Kelly Holcomb. Yeah, Holcomb. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Holcomb. And the kid from Miami. Yeah, he landed Roberts. I'm sorry. So yeah. those three we assume will make it. So what about? What about those three? What you guys? What do you guys thought? Which which one makes it, or does more than one make it in the middle linebacker room? Shannon, what you think, bro? Because I, I I got a bias. I got some bias going on, but I want to hear what you say first, bro. All right, now uh, I'm still having trouble hearing, so I, I can hear some. So okay. if you know, you might have to repeat stuff sometimes. But I heard this one. Um, I actually think. Now, hear me out. It wouldn't shock me if they all make it. Ooh. Now, here's why. Because, you know, last week, uh, I picked uh, five. Yeah. Well, we DeMarvin Leal is going to play some on the edge and some on the line. So, he can take one of the outside linebacker positions. Okay. Which we picked four last week. Yep. And so, we know who those four are at on the edge. So, you have Tanner Muse and Nick Kwiatkowski are both really good special teams guys. Yep. Mark Robertson is a very talented project who's going to get worked into the rotation. Yeah. And then the the other three are proven veterans that each bring something special to the equation. So because of their special teams ability, it, I would not be shocked if they don't all make it. So. So, yeah, ahead, so, so Shannon, you you got them keeping six backers. Did you say six inside linebackers? Yeah, you got them keeping six. Yeah, because with Trice's injury, uh, I think they might keep one fewer uh, corner because Elijah Riley, who I think will make it, is also a can play slot corner and even some outside. So I think they might keep one fewer corner now. Okay, what are your thoughts, real quick, Big G, on the on the inside linebacker? Shannon, you on to something, bro? I, 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 with some of the injuries that we've seen now, I definitely could see at least two out of the three guys making it. I would say Kwiatkowski, and I think Robinson. Robinson is going to be a stealer, whether people think he's going to get cut or not. He's going to be a stealer. So, but I, I like the idea of having guys that play special teams because you got special players like that that you got to protect because we're seeing now how cats is falling in camp. So, so Shannon, I like that, man. I like that. I could see, I could definitely see it. Or hide, keep two on the active roster, hide one on the practice squad. I can see go, that going down for sure. Definitely see it. Okay. So, Shannon, can you hear me? Yes. Real, real quick, tell us, uh, update us on, on the Corey Trice injury, would you please? Well, the only thing I know is that they haven't said what the injury is. Only that he's going on season end and IR. But I do have a comment about that. 
Um, sometimes guys, we, we are just born with certain genetics yeah. and our ligaments will not hold up to the strain of what we can do. You know, you actually build yourself and your endurance and your uh, physical capabilities and the ligaments just can't stand it. Well, he tore his lift ACL yep. in college and now it's rebuilt. Yep. Now I'm assuming based on the injury, how it happened, non-contact, it's not the Achilles. So I'm only assuming it's the ACL. If it's his right ACL, he gets this surgically repaired. He can actually come back with modern medicine rehab and finally have ligaments strong enough to withstand what his body is capable of the torque of putting on it. Yeah. So I want to give everybody some hope that I do believe he has NFL talent. The Steelers obviously do because they're keeping him on IR where we see they released Afonso Graham with the injury settlement or they're yeah. working on that. So yeah. uh, I, I believe that there is a possibility he could come back and finally be strong enough and ready to contribute next year. Yeah. I like, I like the idea of that. And you've already, you've already alluded to that maybe with Trice getting hurt, maybe they keep one less corner. They have been bringing guys in yesterday and today to try out a few of them we have here. Uh, Montre Braswell, yeah, from from Missouri State. Uh, Mac McCain, yeah, he's North Carolina A A and T, HBCU. Yep, they brought in Isaiah Dunn. Yeah, uh, he's a he's from Oregon State, I believe. He was undrafted last year. Yep, and finally, lastly, they brought in Trenton Thompson. He played in San Diego State safety. I think he may have been the safety that replaced uh, KZ once he left to go to the pros. Yep. But yeah, so they brought in these guys. I don't know that anybody's going to set the world on fire. Um, do you think any of these guys have a potential to make the team, or are they just bodies in camp right now? I say Thompson can make it. I believe he can. I think he's – out of the guys that you see up there, he's the guy that – if I out of the four, I would give the best shot. I think he's acclimated with the pro game. I think he's somewhat acclimated with just what it's going to take to play that safety role in, in Pittsburgh. You know, if you're, if you're going to compare it to the college game, it's more like a rover. So he can walk down, walk back up. He's got good size. I like him. I think out of all the guys, I would go with Thompson for sure, for sure. Okay. Any thoughts, Shannon? I really don't know enough about either one of them yet. Uh, I've been out and about today, so I didn't get to really – do my normal background checks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know both of them have played some NFL ball. Yeah. Uh, so that, that gives you some hope there. Uh, but there's a couple of guys that's already in camp that I think have a real shot to make the team. So we could cover that later. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So moving along just to, to different, different camp battles. So this, this was a thing. <laughs> I've been hey hey what I've been saying man what I've been saying man I've been saying it all along and I'm trying to tell you I've been on the G Stradamus tip about a lot lately y'all better ride with me Darnell Washington is gonna be a big problem in the NFL he's gonna be a big problem that well, 12 personnel in Pittsburgh is gonna be a problem 
I think last week at the beginning of camp, you know, with the camp without pads, yeah. he's not he he's not getting to display his strongest attributes, which is yes. the physicality of the game. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's actually the title of this podcast is 2023 Steelers training camp is not for the faint of heart. That's right. Because physicality and competition is all Coach T and the guys are all about this year. Yeah. So, I mean, Darnell, Darnell Washington had some had some good some good reps against T.J. Watt, the best in the game. Well, what are we thinking about that, Shannon? Well, like Big G said, it's really not a surprise. Uh, we that was when we talked about he wasn't the best tight end prospect in this class. But he was the best fit for the Steelers and what they're wanting to do. And he was easily the best blocking tight end that I've seen in years. Yeah. And he has the potential. I mean, people talk about moving to tackle because of that length and that athleticism. But he's got so much potential as a, like another Gronk. I mean, because he's going to be able to dominate. Broderick Jones said that today. In a, in a in a you know one one of the pressers after after they got done with with practice, he said that uh, they asked him about Darnell Washington. He said Darnell Washington could move the right tackle and be and be good and start, <laughs> not just good start. Yeah, but that would be right wasting. Yeah. That would be wasting his athleticism as far as as a pass catcher. Right, I understand I, what he's saying. But yeah, I'm I agree with you. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. He said how good he is at yeah. blocking. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm excited at what he can offer and what he's bringing to the table. Uh, imagine now that the pads are on. I have an article waiting to post, talking about four guys that we didn't hear much about during the first week because it was football and shorts. Now yeah. it's padded contact, and there's four guys that's going to show up immediately. And I wrote about Darnell Washington, Mark Robertson, Janelle yep. Neal, yep. and Brendan Fahuku. Yep. And guess what? All of them I've heard about this week, and it's all positive. Where last week people said Darnell Washington was a disappointment. Well, it's a disappointment because what his specialty is is crushing people, throwing yeah, right. bodies around. Yeah. You get him right. now, he can make contact. Last week we seen him catch a ball and be heading full speed down the sidelines. And they'd run over and t- to him, touch him. Now they got to tackle him, guys. He can hurt them. He can bulldoze them. He can run away from them. Right. So, again, he's raw as a receiver, but he has that element to make those big plays because he just has elite size and athleticism and speed for that size. So, I think that t- he earned T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith's respect already this week. In a huge way. Hey, hey, Tate, man, first of all, I'm going to say the live chat is lit up over there. So you guys that are all rocking with us, please make sure you hit that like button and share it with somebody, man, because we're going to break it down on Pump Your Brakes. But to respond to what Shannon and Tate is talking about, I saw some film today where they was in 12 personnel mm-hmm. with Friar Move, with Friar Move, Darnell Washington, uh, Allen Robertson, Pickens, and Najee Harris. And they was giving the defense fits. Yeah. They was giving them the, – the defense didn't know how to stop it. Mm-hmm. They were like, what in the heck? They was – listen, they was running sets where they were running. Farm moved across. They ran a set one time when Najee went out the backfield and went to one side. And, and then Farmer went up the scene and Najee ran an outside curl and there wasn't nobody within 10 yards of him. 
So I'm telling y'all, 12 personnel for Pittsburgh is going to be dangerous. Yeah. I've been saying it all along. It's going to kill people this year. They don't have no – the NFL has no answers for this. The, the best tight – this might be the best double-headed tight end monster. And I'm, I'm going to be loud and proud about it. Since Aaron Hernandez and Gronk in New England. The, the, the NFL has no answer for this. As long as both guys stay healthy, they have no answer for these two guys. No answer. Nope. They're too big and too strong. And I and I and I think Matt Canada does his best play calling over over the time that I've that I've seen him and seen some of his better better called games with heavy packages. Yeah. Agree. Agree, Tim. Have you have you guys noticed that not only are they doing that 12 personnel where it's they have a huge advantage, but they're they're bringing in Calvin Austin the third and getting him in matchups like we've talked about. But they're also getting Anthony McFarland. Yes. In matchups against our linebackers. And then they're he's torturing these guys. Killing them. They like I said, if they want there's really nothing the defense can do that the Steelers can't counter with this talent that they have to create mismatches. And it looks like finally this year. That's the point. Yeah. yeah, they um, Calvin Austin and Anthony McFarland both had good days in camp today. Yeah, yep. killing very them. good days. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's on and popping with that twelve. It's on and popping period with the Steelers' offense, but I'll talk about it later. Okay, so KP 8s feeling a lot more confident now. Yep. You know, he, he. I think. I think he knows he's the guy, right? Yep. So he had to have to look over his shoulder. Yeah, feel a lot more comfortable in the offense. Yeah, a lot more comfortable than last season. Obviously, I think we we did a really good job with spring and building on those things. I think it kind of showed out there the first week with how smooth we were running. There's no MAs. Guys are where they needed to be, and I thought it was pretty crisp. You know, all being for the first week, so I'm excited to build. Yeah. So, I mean, what 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 do you think about KPA, Big G? I've been screaming it, and man. Man, I'll be on that G Stradamus lately, man. I'm gonna have to give me a segue called G Stradamus. <laughs> because because I've been I'm telling you that this kid's jump is gonna be unbelievable this season. His jump, because I, people are all worried about what Canada's gonna do. I'm telling y'all, this ain't on Matt Canada, man. This is on what Pickett sees and his ability to make plays. That's what's gonna happen this year with Kenny Pickett. He sees it, he recognizes it, and he makes plays. It's his offense. Matter of fact, it's his team. It ain't just his offense. This is my team. So now it's time to go. And with the weapons, with the with the preparation that he did in the offseason, with the addition of the weapons that you have, and the health that we're going to see, and the improved offensive line play, I'm telling you right now, KP about to make that jump, dog. KP is about to make that jump. I'm, I'm telling you, you can put it in the bank and count on it. I'm talking 25-12 tight jump. 25 TDs, 12, 12 INT, or 10 INTs. I'm telling you he's going to do it. Right now he's going to do it. 25 TDs, huh? 25 and 10. You can take it to the bank. Take it to the bank. Wow. Okay. I mean, I, 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 have, I have confidence in KP8, man. I mean, I just hope the, the, the play calling isn't such that, that it just it just puts – puts us in, you know, in situations where we're being too tentative. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, sometimes you, you got you to let that thing loose. That's right. 
And oh, wait, we didn't even talk about pick. Well, we'll get to a pickets. Oh my god. Oh yeah, we we we, we, we definitely getting the pickets. Let me yeah. let, let, let me drive, Big G. Do I need to pull yeah. out the sound effects and pump your brakes? No, you got me, man. I'm just hyped, man. I'm just hyped, man. <laughs> Let, let's go. Come on, Shannon. Come on with it, man. I got I, – I said this on the Sunday night Q&A, and we talked about it on The Hangover, and I'm going to run it by you guys. Now, you're talking about Nostradamus. Well, I'm going to do a little bit of predicting. G-Stradamus. Yeah, come yes. on, Shannon. I'm going to do a yeah. little predicting. We're talking about Kenny Pickett. And everybody's talking about what he can't do and what he won't be. But, again, I don't want a top-five quarterback because you got to pay top-five quarterback. We just saw uh, Herbert get $52.5 million. Yeah. Well, Joe Burr's going to get more than that. And yeah. then there's going to be other guys in AFC that's going to be in line. Yeah. And But all we need is a top-10. Ben yeah. Roethlisberger was considered top-10 most of his career, but not top-five. Yes, sir. And if you can end up paying Kenny Pickett $40-some a year, save that to actually keep a stronger roster around him. Yeah. But he wins games. He's clutch. He's, you know, he he gets the job done on comebacks or fourth quarter drives, uh, game-winning drives. That's what you need. If you yeah. can have a quarterback that you ain't breaking bank on, but you got a super strong roster around them, you win Super Bowls. I could care right. less about the, the talking head saying, oh, man, he ain't a top five. He ain't top five. You couldn't care less. Winning yeah. Super Bowls is what matters. That's right. Ho- hoisting right. that Lombardi trophy is what matters. Being anything that deals with winning, he was top five in his yep. career all time. Yep. That's what I care about. Yep. Because, Herbert, what's he done in his career yet to be to justify 52 and a half million? Nothing. Be 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 six five with a strong arm and yeah. I mean, he looks the part. He looks the part. Kenny Pickett don't, but I don't care if Kenny Pickett wins the games and the Steelers win titles. That's all that matters, fellas. Right. I certainly one hundred. So you 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 brought up the Lombardi, and if you listen to Patrick Peterson and Brian McFadden, they, they, they called it, they call it the sticky Lombardi. <laughs> because when you win that trophy and you pass it around, yeah, everybody yeah. sweating and everything, you know, it gets sticky. So uh, uh, moist, moist lips be on the trophy. Like <laughs> that too. That's probably why it's, part, why, it's, why it's sticky too. Yeah. So, so we talk about Pat P real quick. We brought him up. So let's, I got a little clip for him to talk about how, how he feels about Steeler Camp so far. What are the vibes here? <laughs> the vibes here are at an all-time high. This is my first time being here in Latrobe, obviously being a Steeler. What a great atmosphere it is here each and every day. You got thousands of fans showing up. And the tone that Coach MT set for the team every day is mind-blowing. You know, So I'm, I'm a part of, I'm happy to finally be a part of this Pittsburgh organization. Happy to be a Steeler. Man, come on, bro. Come on. Th- this is the type of stuff that keeps me excited, bro. This guy is an all-pro level player coming into our organization, and he's happy to be there. What is that telling you about the culture in Latrobe that we're going to carry over there to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? Come on, Tate. Talk. Come on, Tate. Talk to me, bro. Talk to me, bro. Right. No, I don't. I, I mean, I, I don't disagree. I mean, everybody that comes to Pittsburgh – one, they love the organization because yeah. the Roonies have done a stand-up job for 55, 60 years. Easy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And 
They love the organization because every coach they've ever had, they've loved those coaches. Be it Chuck Noll, be it Bill Tower, be it Mike Tomlin, and they get the most out their players. Yes, I mean the the Pittsburgh Steelers organization to me is one as such that they take on the city's identity. You know, blue collar, hardworking. Yeah, hard hat, lunch pail. Yeah, I know now Pittsburgh is going a lot more techie, but still, the core, the DNA is the DNA, right? That's right. So they bring in these players that fit the personality of the organization and the city. And I think yeah. I think Pat P is that. I think if you if you ask Pat P when he came out of LSU, whatever team you want to go to, which what team would it be? He would have said the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right sure, he had a great Hall of Fame career with the Arizona Cardinals. That's where he got drafted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he would have selected the Steelers if he could. If that's how it worked. Yep, I agree one hundred percent. Yeah, he wish he played his whole career in Pittsburgh. Right, he yep. wish he to played his whole career for Mike Tomlin. I mean, yep. you don't hear guys go other places and and talk about man, it was dysfunctional. I can't, I'm so glad I got out of Pittsburgh. You you know you hear man, they come back when they get a chance. Right. Uh, or, or they identify as Pittsburgh Steelers when they retire. Um, yep. You don't get that from other franchises. Nope. Nope. Right. No, I, I, I completely agree. So, hey, guys, real quick, we're going to take a quick break, pay some bills real quick. If you're watching on YouTube, stay with us. We're not going nowhere. And we're going to come back and get into that guy, Big G. Yeah. GP. Yes, so, sir. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And we're back on the Pump Your Breaks podcast, our Wednesday night podcast on the Steel Curtain Network. I'm the homie Tate here with the triple, triple OG, triple threat homie OG, Shannon White. Did I get it right, Big G? I don't know. Yeah, you got it right. You got it right. That's him. That's him up there. (laughs) And we got the homie Big G in the building. Big G was getting ahead of himself a little bit ago. Oh, man. I know what he wanted to talk about. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh man, come on with it, man. Just play it. Just go play it. That was a heck of a catch, man. Hey man. I ain't got my sign ready yet. I got I got about nine signs in the chamber. But I made a specific sign for Pickens this year. And the sign says he is him. It is in black and gold. It says he is him. He is that guy. I am trying to tell you, you're going to see that all year long. He is that guy, bro. This guy, this guy is talking cash money. He's talking about I'm a top 10 receiver in the league right now. No, he said, he, got, he said, he said he's the best receiver in the world is what he said. And I mean, like he, and he believes it. That's why we talking about he is him. Dog, he catching the ball, get up, throw the ball at the dude. Like, come on, bro. Like, like I know what time it is. I know what it is. And you're going to see, I'm telling you, Pittsburgh, listen, I get hyped about a lot of stuff. But I have not been hyped, this hyped about the Steelers in a long time. It's been a minute. Because of stuff like this and other stuff I'm seeing in camp. 
And I'm like, what are you going to do to freaking stop us? There, I don't, I don't see. There might be one or two defenses in the league that can stop us. That can slow us down, not stop us. There you go. There you go. That's he, he is him. He is him. He man, he's a dog, man. He is a dog, and you're going to see it all year, all year. If you like fantasy football, you might want to get him. He's a he's a he he's a he's an alien. He, he's it. been referred to as an alien. That's hence the the picture. And for those of you listening to audio, it's a little picture of uh, George Pickens and ET. Yeah, yeah. So you him. know. So Shannon, what are your thoughts, man? Um, I got a question. Was that a good catch? Oh my! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, you know he does this. He does this stuff all the time. You know, he did it last year. Um, I'm so impressed. You can see how much hard work he put in this offseason. Yeah. His footwork is much crisper. His balance is better. He sits down at the at the right point in the route where he can break it off. Uh, he's adjusting his speed, but it's a consistent effort so that, you know, Pickett can get used to, you know, where he's going to be and he's going to be there where he's supposed to be at the right time. You're yeah. just seeing his game evolve. I think that Allen Robertson has been a really good uh, mentor. Yeah. And and can just give him some of the finer points. Yeah. Because Deontay Johnson really couldn't because they're totally different type bodies and type receivers. Whereas yeah. Allen Robertson, when he was younger and, and more athletic, you know, he, he was more similar to Pickens. Yes. Uh, but the guy is incredible. I just think that people need to expect that this offense, the way it looks like it's going to be run with all them weapons, there's only one ball. So I think that some of his numbers, there's going to be a tons of big plays. Yeah. And and I think there's going to be a lot more points this year. But I just don't think he, we're going to see anybody get 100 and some targets. No. Like we've seen with Deontay Johnson. I think it's going to be spread out. Yeah. So I, the offense will be better, but I don't think there's going to be one or two great fantasy options. Fryermuth would probably be uh, – he'll be a top five tight end this year, I believe. So he would probably be their best fantasy option. But in reality, the offense should be much improved because they are going to spread it around. Shannon, okay. I, I believe it. I believe it. But, I, man, Shannon. I'm telling you, he's something different. We're we, 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 we going to get back to Pickens, definitely. Shannon queued us up talking about the offense, though. This is some of the thoughts, uh, courtesy of Good Morning Football. And we just saw one hell of a catch by George Pickens. Yeah. You got Deontay Johnson on the other side. They just assigned Allen Robinson this offseason to be the third guy. Maybe you can say he's not the player he used to be. Obviously, Najee Harris is in the backfield. Jalen Warren. Is, Pen is Kenny Pickett, is, is he a guy? Does he have the juice to be one of the better quarterbacks in the AFC? To me, that's the question. They have some skill position. We saw Pat Fryermuth. They brought in Darnell Washington. As a rookie, they drafted him. So they have some guys around him now going into year two, second year with Matt Canada. You look at Kenny Pickett last year when he got his first starts, when he first started playing versus the end of the season and he started to come along. 
Look how strikingly different those numbers are. He threw a ton of interceptions early on, eight interceptions in five games, and he finished out the last eight with just one interception. So what kind of leap is Kenny Pickett going to make in year two? Is this where he just gets a little bit better, he takes command of the offense, you can see a little bit more confidence, or does he make a huge jump and he's mentioned as one of these top quarterbacks in the AFC or maybe right on the cusp of it? I think that is the difference when you look at the AFC. The teams that we're talking about on a daily basis, they all have a guy that is at that quarterback position leading the team. I think the question marks, we know Kenny Pickett is good. We know he has potential. But can he make a jump in this second year and be a guy in the AFC, one of the better quarterbacks? Yeah. Yeah, so what, what are your thoughts on that, Big G? Can he make the leap and be a guy? I, but I, what Shannon told. was just saying, we really don't need him to be the guy yet. We just need him to nope. be, do his job. Yeah, but he, but him doing his job puts us in the right position to 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 excel. Chunk plays, right? Something we ain't seen in Pittsburgh in a minute. You know, when when, when you can take the top off of the defense, first of all, they got to respect the pass game, and then second of all, that sets up the run game. So <clears throat> one feeds the other. So you, when Najee was getting them little four or five runs and he, yard runs, he was getting cracked. Now you got six in the box. Najee's going to beat your linebacker most of the time one-on-one in the hole. So four or five-yard runs now turn into seven to ten-yard runs, right? And then now you start creeping down, and, oh, my God, we're going over the top. We're going to Pickens. We're going to Calvin Austin. We're going to Firemoop up the seam. We're going to Darnell Washington up the seam. We're going to Allen Robinson in the corner. And then you got this guy, Deontay Johnson, that's a joystick running around. And so a lot of his routes, now you're going to see him run cross routes. You're going to see Deontay versus Deontay Johnson run a little quick outs and they get him the ball. What you're going to see this year is Deontay Johnson in the slot a lot more. And he's going to run cross routes across the field because they're going to clear it out. If he catches the ball clean on a cross route, house, <laughs> because he can run away from the defense. So listen, man, I'm telling you, it's been a long time, Pittsburgh fans. Get ready. We're going to score some points this year. Get ready for it. So you saw you saw the catch, Kenny Pickens. I mean, Ken, I mean, Pickett, Pickens. I'm sorry, Pickens made over Joey Porter Jr. Yep. And if you guys remember, I mean, I hate to say I told you so. I only say I told you so when I really told you so when I'm right. Yeah. I told I told you last week. This was the one I was really looking forward to. This camp battle between these two young dogs. Yep. So it's getting it's, it's it's getting intense up there, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's the, it is the camp battle, the present, and the future. You know, you know, you know what this reminds us of. Do you remember? Do you remember this? Yeah. That and iron sharpens iron, bro. Yeah. That's iron. what time hey, is. Look, you see, you see the little picture of Mike T in there. Yeah. That's because Mike T always sets these things up, man. He's an instigator when it comes to what he wants to see. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Shannon, tell him, man. Tell him, man. Tell him about what how iron sharpens iron. Tell him, man. Oh, not only that, but to have the to be pushed by your own position players, your teammates. Uh, Swan and Stallworth pushed each other to great heights. Uh, it was a very similar offense to what I think we might see this year, where the ball was spread around and them guys were fighting over limited uh, opportunities and targets. Yeah. So you know that brings out the best because. They weren't even thinking about the guy in front of them guarding them. They're like, I want to get that opportunity over my teammate because there ain't very many of them. So, 
yeah, it definitely iron sharpens iron, and and the heat of this uh, summer and and of camp already, and and we're seeing a little bit of aggression and some tempers flaring, and and that's what you want to see, man. They ain't out there playing patty cake. It's a tackle football, <laughs> right? Hey, and this 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 this, this what Porter Jr. had just had to say about the kid. I've been great. Uh, Iron Trap and Iron, we had a good little one-on-one. He caught some crazy stuff down there. Don't know how he caught it, but um, it's great. You know, we always going to talk candid, but we're teammates at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. Hey. Say, say, say what you guys said. Iron Sharp is Iron. I didn't even see that clip, and I knew we was going to say that. I didn't even see it, and I, I knew we was going to say it, man. Yep. For sure. Right. For sure. Great, great, great clip. Great clip. What do you like out of the intensity between Joey Porter Jr. and George Pickens? They've gone up against each other a lot in terms of the younger guys. Um, I, I missed the one-on-ones. I'm sure that's what you were referring to. I was down at backs on backers. But, you know, they're young guys, both trying to find a place for themselves in this thing and improve daily. And it's a natural thing that they come together and compete against each other. As I'm sure there'll be some other similar matchups that, that may draw your attention. Yeah, Coach T likes to see that stuff, man. They got the same thing going on over there in the jet land, man. Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner is going at it. And Iron Sharp is Iron. So JPJ and, 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 and Pickens is going at it, bro. They they trying to get it in to show what time it is come season. If, 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 every, if every week if I'm playing against the best guy who I think is better than everybody else in the league, when I play against somebody else, I'm going to kill him. What's up, Shannon? That's what I was going to say. You took the words out of my mouth. You're, a lot of times when you play for a really talented team, it's actually a relief to play against somebody else on Sunday or That's Saturday right. if you're in college. Because like you said, you were tested more through the week. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just going to make it – it's going to accelerate Joey Porter Jr.'s uh, development. Yeah. Not only, you know, with Pat P working with him, and Ike Taylor being at camp and mm-hmm. working with him, but just who he's going up against. He's going up against a freak athlete at Pickens, and then he's going up against the guy that's the best in the league at getting instant separation and yep. Deontay Johnson. Hey, man, you know, it's a trial by fire, but he's going to be better for it. That's right. Absolutely. Agree. Agree. Before we get off pick, I got one more clip to play about Pickens, then, then we'll just – Finish talking about a few, few wrap some things up. Talk about some couple camp battles real quick. It's the blocks that he can accomplish. He puts guys on their butts, and he got he had some uh, comments to Kevin Clark of the Ringer that that kind of give us a look inside of of how he thinks and what makes him tick. And and here's here's why he is such an aggressive blocker. I'm big, I'm fast, low 4-4 speed, catch radius is crazy. Every time I get out on the field, I do kind of play angry because I should get the ball on every play. (laughs) Just look at the size and the frame. If I was a coach, I'd throw it to him every time. But that's not how the NFL works. So every time I'm out there, that's why I throw blocks. I love getting the ball, and when I'm not getting the ball, I play angry so the attention is back on me. I basically draw attention to myself. I'd never thought of it that way. When the play isn't called toward you, don't lollygag to the line of scrimmage like Randy Moss used to do and just stand there. Go put someone on their ass. And oh. that's what he always does. Look at that. It's 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 a, He's a football player. There, there's no doubt about that. He answered that question last year, and I don't know why we shouldn't be shocked. You know, Georgia, of course, is, 
is one of the more physical teams in football, and they got that type of attitude. But, yeah, he ain't afraid of contact. And then, of course, he's got the bravado and the swag of every elite freaky receiver I've ever been with. Yeah, guys, so Pickens is going to be that guy, right, Big G? He he is him. Like I said, I'm going to have a sign ready next week. He's him. But you know what? This is the thing, man. This guy has Heinz Ward's mentality, but the skill set of a top 10 wide receiver, that is dangerous. His Ooh. mind, his mind, he's like, dog, you don't give me the ball, I'm pissed. So guess what I'm about to do? I'm going to go blast somebody. Somebody <laughs> going to pay. Somebody going to pay because I ain't getting the ball. I don't care if you throw the corner up over the top of me. If I got to go inside and block somebody, somebody about to get knocked out, dog. Somebody getting embarrassed. It's going to be on film, and they're going to be talking about he is him because his goal is to be in that – when they put that top 100 next year, pick his goal is to be somewhere in that list. He's going to be in that number, bro. They're going to be talking about, oh, yeah, that boy a dog. <laughs> that boy a dog. You don't want to mess with him, man. That boy a dog for sure. Any any final thoughts on Pickens, Shannon? Well, I'm just uh, enjoying the conversation, and uh, – we see it from so many different angles. Um, but when I watch this roster and what they're building, Con and Waddle, I can't help but think of the Philadelphia Eagles last year. I mean, going into last year, Jalen Hurts was not a sure thing. Nope. The Eagles were contemplating taking a quarterback in the first round, maybe trading up. Yep. You know, they wasn't totally sold yet Fact going into year three. Yep. And – they bring in A.J. Brown to give him that number one, that explosive receiver. That could be George Pickens this year. Uh, you know, the Smith could be De- Deontay Johnson. Yeah. Uh, Pat me I can't think of the name of their tight end. Ertz, maybe. Uh, but what I'm saying is they've got some of their guys on the offensive line. Um, and the defense looks like the Steelers, if they stay healthy, that they could be dominant. It just kind of resembles the Eagles last year, and yep. I find that exciting. Yep, con man, bro, con, so, con man mixed with some some Tomlin sauce, <laughs> stirring it up. Let's go. And, and, and like Shannon said, and, and Andy Wild. Yep. And also, you, you both have brought it up, not intentionally, but you brought up Philly. You, we brought up the Steelers players and stuff, and Andy Wild has something to do with this. What's one thing you have in common? They've been Andy. good to us. Who's been good to us, BG? Not your boys. The Bulldogs. Georgia. I, you know, I, they, you know what? Y- y'all know. I mean, I love the Steelers, man. But I love college football. And, oh, my God. I, I'm in love with the Buckeyes. But I got a lot of respect for them Bulldogs, bro. A lot of respect for them Bulldogs. But guess what? Philadelphia loaded up on them, too. Well, that's what and I they, just said. They have in common. <laughs> Yeah, so we loading up on – listen, we need a bunch of hymns. We need a bunch of dudes, you yeah. know. So if you need a dude and cut from college football, there's about four schools you go to. Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson, if you need a dude. Maybe LSU sprinkled in there. Michigan's coming up. But right now, you go to one of the four schools, you're going to get you a dude. And we got three dudes, young dudes too, that's ready to ball. No, I, I agree with you. I think all those guys are probably going to get a, going to be a big factor this year. Obviously, 
Pickens in his second year, he's he's going to be a big factor. I think Broderick Jones is working his way into a starting starting job slowly but surely as of as of today, six, seven days in the camp. And the same thing with Darnell Washington. I think he's going to surpass Gentry as the as the second tight end, the, the first block tight inline tight end to come off the off the bench. Yep. I think he's he already going, has. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah. You're probably right. He but hey, moved so, in the face like, what's cracking? <laughs> you know, what's cracking? What's up with these reps? So <laughs> surprisingly, more than usual, we're way ahead of schedule, guys. So I got it, but I got another, I got another, I got another um so many dogs, so many bones question. Yeah. We'll go to the wide receiver room. Oh. What we're looking at is an image of Miles Boykin, Gunnar Roseski. Uh, is it Kobe White? Yeah. Yes. Kobe White. Um, what's his name? Is that Fitzpatrick? That's Des Fitzpatrick. Thank you. Yep. And the other one is uh Butler. Butler. Yep. Yeah, Hakeem Butler. I always want to call him Harrison Butler. Hakeem Butler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Five say these say these five dogs and there's two bones. Say they keep six receivers. Yeah, we know that to be Deontay Johnson, Pickens, um, Robinson. the Rams, Allen Robinson, a yeah, a Rob, and Calvin Austin. Yeah, that's four. So if yep. you had to keep two of these five, say the Steelers keep six receivers, who are you keeping? Well, I, I say Boykin. Shannon, do you agree? Boykin is definitely, definitely going number five. So definitely. Shannon, who you got? Who you got number six? Who you got? If they keep six, who well, you the Steelers keep trying to make Okowski. Yeah, uh, they keep trying to make him a thing. Uh, he catches the ball in, in football and shorts during that first week, and they were throwing him the ball. But I just don't think he's really a receiver. He doesn't offer anything, and I just don't see him making the squad. Um. You know, Butler's made some plays. And based on what they need in that room, he gives them that size and that length. And he made some catches already at camp. A hands catches away from his body with his almost 36-inch arms. And pinning guys behind him. In the red zone, that would be so valuable when you got them other skyscrapers too. So to me, uh, I would say I came Butler. Now, Des Fitzpatrick has got talent, and, and people seem to be excited about him. But to me, I would agree totally. Miles Boykin, number five, uh, especially with Trice. They was working Trice as a gunner Yep. on return teams. With him gone, you definitely want Boykin. Yep. And yep. then I would say, to me, I would rather have Butler than White. Because what yep. does White bring to the equation? Not he's steady. Yeah, he's steady. He's reliable, but he, there's nothing special about White. Yeah. Well, I think I think you could put White and hide him on this on the on the on the practice roster. Yeah. Or, you know, put him down there. But definitely, it, it's it's really to be honest. Slot six is Butler's to lose. That's, if he shows up and shows up in the preseason, it's his to lose. That's where he's been the past three seasons. White on the practice squad. Yep. And and I agree with you guys. I, I I've I've liked Butler since since they, since they brought him in. I liked him coming out of college at Iowa State. I think just just the size speed combination 
You know what I mean? I mean, he, he I mean, he has some obstacles to get over. Obviously, he wouldn't be a journeyman as such as he's been if he didn't have these obstacles to get over. But I think he's like 27 years old and he may be actually mature enough and ready to do this thing. And I think he adds an interesting element to the Steelers wide receiver room. If Pickens goes down, you throw another another big height speed guy out there. You know what I mean? Tate, this is another dude that is benefiting by Allen Robinson being a Pittsburgh Steeler. Yes. Allen Robinson's mentorship for these guys. People, 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 I people said he was washed and all whatever else. Allen Robinson is actually going to have a really good season because I saw what he did when he worked with Kenny Pickett and all whatever else. But what he's doing as far as mentorship in yeah. that wide receiver locker room is invaluable. Like, you can't put a price on it. And he's going to get these young guys ready to play. So I love the fact that Allen Robertson is there, you know. Hey, hey you, I got to say something. I've seen this a lot. And this is a colleague uh, talking about he's not high on Butler. And the reason being is because that – you know, how many teams he's been on, and he hasn't made it. He went to the CFL, he and he's never made it. Well, yeah, that's true. But if you remember when he come in, the, you know, he was an athlete when he come in. Yeah. I mean, when he was at high State, he was just bigger, taller, faster, yeah. and he just dominated with pure talent. Well, we know when you get to the pros, you can't do that. Nope. Because everybody's talented. So he, has, he, had not, he never learned – the finer points of the game, the things we're seeing uh, George Pickens learn this year. Some guys, it takes longer. Sometimes they have to be working a regular job and then they're like, I need to work on this. I need to work on that. People yep. mature at different rates. Yep. By watching him in the XFL, and there is some guys from that XFL in those different secondaries that are getting picked up in the NFL right now. So this isn't like, you know, he was playing for some itty-bitty Spanish team or, you know, uh, he was playing in XFL, which still is a professional league. And if you watched him, he's learned to catch the ball, his basketball background. He's he's blocking guys Mm -hmm. out, using his body to shield, catching away from his body, things he used not be able to do. That made me excited and interested in him. So I, I don't care what how many teams he didn't make in the past. Yep. All yeah, I I'm, care about is what's he doing right now, and he's making some plays to camp. I'm 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 definitely with you, and I know, I know the the front office. I think Omar Khan leans this way now too. I know Tomlin does, and I, I've heard Andy Wilder does that they lean pedigree. You know they'll they'll yeah. and and you think about the years the Patriots had their best years winning those Super Bowls. They, they they were getting you know reclamation projects. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean. Yep. Guys, we thought we're done. R- Randy Moss, Junior Seau, R.I.P. Junior Seau. Um, it, the only one that did, really didn't work was uh Hainsworth. Yeah. They picked up Corey Dillon. He got him a couple of Super Bowls. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, so sometimes you just got to give give talent a, a chance. You know what I mean? That's right. Yep. That's right, Tay. That's right, bro. Well, for sure. For sure. So, Facts. So I got a couple questions for you guys. Well, one question, either one here, what each of you got to say. And live chat, jump in. We got about seven or eight minutes. We kept this train train up schedule. But I'm interested in knowing, pick one, Shannon and Big G. Don't pick two. Pump your brakes, Big G. I know how you get. So so I'm going to let Shannon go first. 
Yeah, he got it. Shannon, Shannon got it. what camp battle are you looking forward to that may not have happened yet that you may not have heard anything about, but you want to see happen? Oh, goodness. Um, oh, man. <laughs> um, man, you should have asked it. Uh, Big G first, because I don't I got nothing right at the moment. He, he might have said two or three of them. I know how G rolls, but go ahead, Big I, G. I mean, honestly, I'm anxious to see Mark Robinson. Uh now that the pads are on, I'm anxious to see him with his improved size. You know, he's bulked up. He looks jacked up right now, dude. I'm telling you. And he did that to improve his grip strength and his functional strength, so he won't slip off tackles this year. Like he slipped off. Nick Chubbs a couple of times last year. So I think he wants to make sure he can complete those tackles. So I'm like, I'm just looking forward to uh, Mark Robertson uh, tackle on anybody out of the backfield. Well, who you got big G man. So listen, I, it's the nose tackle position for me, man. And that three four, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of guys in that nose tackle position that can move around furniture. Jennifer, Jennifer says, Nick Herbig against Chooks. Who, who, who you got, Big G? Between Herbert and Chooks? Her- no, no, no. Go, go, go back to, to, to your your pick. I'm just well, I'm just pulling some up in the live chat. I'm saying that nose tackle position, man. Uh, Keanu Benton, Fioko. There's a bunch of guys at that nose tackle that's moving furniture. They moving furniture around, bro. You know, and like in camp, once again with the whole iron sharpens iron. Those defensive linemen is getting that offensive linemen behind, but that offensive lineman is giving it back to them. So whoever starts at the front three for the Steelers, they're going to be battle tested based on what's going on in practice. Because you got guys on the O line that's trying to win jobs and starting jobs. So it, every rep counts. So I'm anxious to see what's going on in the camp battle with the nose tackle and see who starts because I'm hearing a lot of chatter about Keanu Benton starting, bro. I'm hearing a lot of chatter. Well, I just I just heard today how good how good Fioku has been, though, too. But I, I, did, too. I did hear that early. Go ahead, Shannon. Here's another little tidbit. Brendan Fioku is the ultimate old-school nose tackle. Yeah. He is not a pass rusher. He isn't a penetrator. He ties up blockers. Yeah. So when you think of Casey Hampton, who was his backup? A guy that was so valuable and people took him for granted. Chris Hope. There you go. Yeah. When you think of Chris Hope, think of Brendan Fahoku. Yeah. Now, I agree. Keanu Benton no. is the talent. Keanu Benton will be the guy who's going to be the starter, uh, at least eventually. But you've got to have that backup that can come in and you don't have a drop-off. And yeah. when Hoke would come in, even with Hampton was injured or out of the, you know, the game for a series or two, Hoke, you know, he kept that play level up there. And that's yeah. what Fioku's going to bring. Yep. Yep. So that's yeah. the one, take for me. That's the one. That knows that. That's, that's, that I mean, that, that, that's definitely a good battle. I was yeah. talking about more in the terms of – um backs on backers type deal, you know, where I yeah. get to see where I get to see two guys go mano y mano. And the two guys I want to see, I want to see Broderick Jones go against DeMarvin Leal. 
I think I think I think on ten snaps, Broderick Jones will win eight out of ten. Right Ooh, now, today. eight out of ten. On ten snaps, he beat him eight out of ten. He beat. I agree. Him. Just on pure strength and foot speed, he beat him eight out of ten. Right now, today. Well, I hope we hear something about that one happening. Yeah, yeah. I also kind of want to see Jalen Warren and Quan Quan Alexander. I think that would be a good one too. Hey, Warren's going to get a lot of snaps, man. Hey, Warren has looked outstanding in camp. Like, if anybody has an A, he's got an A. And so has Mick Farley. I haven't heard much about Najee. I've heard about both those guys, though. Yeah. I'm sure they're just resting now. I know Najee scored two touchdowns yesterday in 7-on-7. Yeah. Hey, anybody, the Steelers linebackers, it's blitzing up the middle. They better know. Somebody better warn them to look out for Jalen Warren. Because he's short, but he ain't small. And he meets him, guys, and he comes up underneath, and he halfway knocks him out. And I love it, but I don't want him to do that to our guys. But Jenny, I, I want to give you guys that? two yeah. under-the-radar guys that people are talking about, but it's under-the-radar. One, Shit. can you hear me? Yeah. One is Kenny Robertson. Yeah. Now, he is getting a lot of play time with Fitzpatrick off, you know, out of camp for personal reasons. And he's making a lot of plays. And he was a guy who had pro potential. And it, well, he was at WVU, so I'm very familiar with him. And then he got caught up in his fame, got bad advice from, you know, you know, counsel, and stopped going to class, got in trouble, and ended up having to go a different route. He kind of sabotaged his own professional career. If he's matured, he could be a hidden gem. Mm. The mm. other guy that I keep hearing about is is what's his name? Is it Chappie Russell? Yep. The That's inside the linebacker? Yep. You know, we're talking about six guys, but they say he had a dominant day yesterday or today. Yeah. I was just reading about it. So I mean a guy that's kind of an afterthought. Sounds like he's making plays, so somebody keep an eye on. Yeah. Hey, Shannon, you know what they call Jalen Warren and what we call it around these parts? That's called a bowling ball, bro. Yeah. Jalen yeah. like, Warren is like, a bowling ball. I like the comparisons to Austin Eckler, too. But, hey, yeah. we got to get ready to wrap up. We right on schedule. Go ahead, Shannon, plug anything you got going on, man. What's happening? Well, of course, I got the article that I don't know if it's going to post tomorrow, I think. But it's about four guys that's going to stand out now that pads are on. And like I said, it's Darnell Washington, Mark Robertson, Kenan Neal, and uh, Brendan Fahuku. So check that out. I give reasons behind it. And there's going to be other guys obviously start to shine. But these guys, the first week had to be biting at the bit, wanting to hit somebody. And they couldn't. Well, now... It's time, and we've already heard about all these guys making plays in the first two days of padded practices. Right. Big G. What's cracking like a tape? Hey, man, so check this out. We appreciate everybody rocking with us over in the live chat. Thanks for hitting that like and subscribe with us here on Pump Your Breaks. Check me and Tape Boy Fresh out this week on uh, the Homies Podcast on Friday when we rock with B-Dirt. My boy Payday, as we get that whole AFC North talk in. And please don't forget about the Know It Alls podcast. 
and we rock out on Sundays at 6.15. You can check all our podcasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And always come back on Wednesdays to check with me, Shannon, and Take Boy Fresh on the Pump Your Breaks podcast. All on FFSN, which stands for Fans First Sports Network. Yes, sir. You guys said it all. I don't really have anything to add. So check out all the audio platform podcasts, the the the, the Ride or Die crew, Jeff Hartman. You got the you got Jim Wexel has his show on there. You got KJ Smith. You got you got a lot of good stuff to listen to. I know a lot of people come to check us check us out on YouTube, but check out the audio, the audio uh platform and check out all the podcasts. And for Shannon, the triple triple OG, triple sec OG. Hope I got it right, Big G. Yeah, you did. And you did. the and the little fella, oxymoron, Big G, my boy. Until yeah. next Wednesday. Watch where you're going, stay in your lane so you don't have to pump your brakes. Shannon, take us home. <laughs>